What is up? This is Arlen. Welcome back to the Mindset Design Podcast. This is actually take two of this episode because um, I'm driving as I'm recording this and I yesterday I didn't have the mic set up, today I have it set up. However, for some reason it connected to Bluetooth. So uh, it's, it's not a big deal. Energy's good. The energy's, uh, uh, is is running. And today's episode is all about energy and how to live 100% ecstatically every day, every moment of the day, all the time. And this has been a project of mine the last, I would say, eight years or so, but only up until very recently, I feel like I just nailed it like better than I've ever nailed it. I have better, higher quality quality energy now um, at nearly 27 years old than I did when I was 21. And so in this episode, I just want to unpack all the things that I'm doing and thinking about and, and focusing on in order to cultivate the highest quality energy that I can throughout my day. And so what did I do today? Well, woke up, uh, no alarm. That's definitely something that I've, uh, I've learned helps my energy is wake up, no alarm. I had some uh, 10X multivitamins and a couple of raw eggs. And then I went outside and I did my morning breath work. And I used to think it was a little bit like cliche and like try hard to have a morning routine and, you know, to to do the whole like, uh, you know, Wim Hof app and, and grounding and all that, you know, uh, entrepreneur stuff. But to be honest, it's just not. It's just it's just not because it's just totally worth doing. And so I found that the breath work is really key to to starting the day off right Gary Brecka says the presence of oxygen is the absence of disease and I've I feel like the presence of oxygen is the absence of just a bad mood if you're in a bad mood doing three rounds of breath work is probably going to be putting you in a better mood and that's partly because negative emotions can't survive if you're full of oxygen like chemically speaking all the negative emotions you can feel don't require oxygen in your brain or in your body for them to to uh, be outputted into your brain and then causing you to feel bad. If you have oxygen, the happy chemicals, those all require oxygen. So breathing is important. And that's why I start the day with it. And then I'll do a little meditation. And this is a good, you know, starting point. After that, uh, it depends where I am in the world. As of right now, recording this, I'm in Cape Cod, and it's one of my favorite places on earth. And I like to hang out with my parents. And I like to have some coffee in the morning. And usually do a little bit of journaling and writing, first thing. Just getting my thoughts out onto the page, maybe talk about what I'm grateful for, maybe do a little uh, dedication prayer to higher power. And then... I like to journal and write and just write whatever it is that's on my mind that I'm excited about, that I'm thinking about, and get some thoughts onto the page. And I may or may not post it on Instagram. Then, uh, and it, this, you know, every day is not 100% the same. That that process there is roughly the same every single day. Uh, what I'm what I'm going to be continuing or what I'm going to be bringing back into that is just checking stats on my on my business and on my numbers, and 
Uh, my girlfriend, Chloe, helps me with that, and she's a good uh, statistical keeper. And so I'll be having, like, a morning report every morning prior to, you know, the just, you know, it being basically me. Uh, Chloe was managing 18 men on my team, um, but now she doesn't really have anyone to manage. So she's just going to be in charge of, like, bringing my numbers and kind of, like, creating, generating a morning report for the essentially solopreneur lifestyle that I now have, which is fun. And I think primed for the new world because AI and automation is replacing a lot of people and you can leverage that to your advantage. Topic for another podcast. Today we're talking about energy. So energetically, energy, right. So after uh, morning stats, I will uh, typically do some form of exercise. And today I went on a bike ride. So I went on about a, a 30 minute bike ride and one of the reasons I went on this bike ride was because I had a call at 10 a.m. with the guys from uh, from my coaching group, from Arlen's group. And I wanted to make sure that I was in the best possible state of mind and energy to, to be there on the call. And I knew that if I didn't exercise before the call, I wouldn't be in the best energy. So I went on a bike ride and I went hard and I make sure I broke a sweat. I, went, I stopped at this market down the street, and then I had a, a nice uh, egg sandwich from the market, and I got back on the bike, and I biked back, and I got there just in time. And being in nature, getting exercise, very, very uh, fun and good um, practice of getting myself into the most ecstatic energy possible. So then I delivered the call, and I over-delivered on the call, because that's another thing that feels good, is like, when, when you have a business transaction, you give more than people expected. So I did a 90-minute call, even though the call is scheduled for only an hour. And then after that, I went and I did some uh, a couple errands that I had to get done. I had to go get my passport photo redone um, and a couple other miscellaneous things, haircut, all that. And then I went and I got a celery juice with lemon. And I've been posting the celery juice with lemon on my story for a, a, a couple weeks now, but this is just a hack that I learned. I learned from Tony Robbins, actually, that it's just, for some reason, one of the healthiest things that you can do, and it really helps your cellular, uh, your, your body on a cellular level to develop and to regenerate and repair. And the lemon is also vitamin C, obviously an essential nutrient in your body. So that's a, another thing that I that I did that was really, really good. Then after that, I went to a, and I talked a little bit about this yesterday, but I went to this, uh, this, this like farm, essentially like mini farmer's market, like this farm stand with local cheese and all this local stuff. And I had some uh, local grocery shopping and I transacted with the grocery store grocery stand farmer lady she's very nice she handed me my eggs from fresh off the farm she gave me the cheese and it was great and it was a great transaction another thing that I actually forgot to mention that I did while on the bike ride was I was listening to proverbs and I was recently inspired that you know I've actually had a bible on me since earlier this year I I uh, decided that I was going to read the old testament the new testament the quran this year and I 
but today I was just diving into Proverbs and Proverbs is like the wisdom of uh, King Solomon and it's really good. And so I was listening to that on the bike and I think uh, one, of, one of the thing that inspired me was just realizing that like the, the Bible is like the single most influential piece of literature, full stop, period. That Like that's it. And if you just recognize that this is the most influential piece of literature of all time, why would you not spend time reading it? You know, it, ju- it just seems to make sense at that, let alone other people, uh, you know, believing that it is like literally the word of God. <laughs> um, the, the fact that it's just stood around for thousands of years means that if you spend time in it, you're probably going to pick up on some of that energy in everything that you do. And so in part of being like inspired and ecstatic is reading a book that has made other people inspired for thousands of years. And that's the Bible. And so, um, you know, whether it's the Bible or, or the Quran, whatever, you know, maybe even like ancient uh, Vedic texts, Hindu scriptures or Buddhist texts, you know, things that have stood the test of time are good to read and you know, the Bible specifically, I think, being one of the most influential books of all time is good to, to dive in. And, and Proverbs is an easy place to to, to go into. Um, I also recently was just was reading Genesis, and that's got some pretty interesting relationship advice in there, actually. Uh, it's it's sort of like up to the interpreter, but it's it's pretty, pretty good stuff. And so reading and you know, a lot of this is like it, it's this philosophy of like getting of being 100% ecstatic with every even syllable that comes out of your mouth comes from making sure that you have every possible edge with the food you eat with the people you talk to with the books you read the content you consume and you're just dealing with like source level stuff and so I did that earlier in the day and I also made sure to get some stuff that not even only I would like, but that my parents would like. Like, I don't actually necessarily like goat cheese. And I'm leaving, actually, and being a travel hoe again on Sunday. So I'm not going to be here the whole time. But I got some food just to stock up the house for for my mom and my dad. And so that was good and felt really nice. And then I went back to um, my house and I stocked up the fridge, and then I was like, I'm going to go jump in the ocean. Before I jumped in the ocean, I did about a 30-minute walk on the beach uh, just with my own thoughts. I left the phone in the car, and it was funny because I actually saw my my, my old man, my dad, uh, who's 72 years old, swimming in the ocean as I was walking on the beach. So he was on like a, this like arduous swim, and I was just on a beach walk, just, you know, tossing ideas around in my head and... Um, you know, clearing my thoughts as well and staying present. And yeah, it was a very nice walk. And then after I, during the walk, I got inspired to, to do this podcast. And so you kind of look at like, if you, if you've been, you know, carefully noticing everything that I've been mentioning in this podcast, it's like everything that I did led up to this moment of inspiration, you know, exercise, good nutrition, um, you know, the, the being in a mode of giving, right? And then and then more exercise and then being surrounded by family and people you love and and you know and 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 delivering over delivering to customers. And and so 
you know, all of this combined led to this state where I was like, you know, I'm going to record a podcast and I want to deliver some good energy out into the world. And that was that what happened there then is I was like, I want to I want to get an even better state. And that's when I decided to jump in the cold in the freezing cold ocean. Uh, I mean, my dad was literally wearing a, a full uh, full on wetsuit with a um, with like a, a what do you even call it? Like a wetsuit hat and uh, flippers. And I was I you know I didn't have my wet, a, a wetsuit and I just dove right in. And now here I am engineering this uh, podcast for you. And so through that uh, little story of, of today, I hope that you come up with some ideas of how you can engineer being and feeling ecstatic throughout the day. Because the energy that you hold and the energy that you deliver into the world is a result of the inputs that you, um, that, that you that are in your control. So there's a, yesterday I talked quite a lot about, you know, the food you eat um, and, and also like how, how you get that food and, you know, what foods are particularly going to be best for you and your health. But today, you know, uh, that was kind of part one of this podcast was like telling the story. Uh, the other, there, you know, there's a, there's a whole other side of this where it's like you've got the food you eat, the people you're around, all of those kind of inputs. But then the second part of feeling ecstatic is, and I, I touched on it briefly, but I want to go more, dive deeper, more deeper into it. It's really being at this, like, this, being at this, like, this this point of connection to uh, the present moment. Some others would call it God. And if you're every day practicing and paying careful attention to staying in this, this mode of being in the present moment, uh, another way you could say it is like being close to uncertainty. Being close to uncertainty and diving into actions that at first feel uncertain, but step by step as you move forward into them, you start to develop more and more certainty. This is um, this is like another pillar of, of living ecstatically in everything that you do. Because when you are stepping into the unknown and you're just putting one foot in front of the other and you don't know what's in the future uh, and it's a little bit scary, you know, you find new territory, okay? And it's it's never quite as scary uh, as as you might think. And the more that you do it, the more that you start to trust stepping into the unknown and chartering more and more unknown and newfound territory. And so, like, even as I'm recording this podcast, uh, there's typically, like, actually no agenda for these episodes. They just manifest forward from this unknown perspective you know Eckhart Tolle is very famous for for talking about how when he goes on stage in front of thousands of people he has no idea what he's gonna say like he literally has no idea what he's gonna say in front of a room of thousands of people that have paid to come watch him speak and he has no agenda he plans nothing he just goes up there and he's a vessel of God and he just he just speaks and so the more that you practice this just being fully in line with uncertainty and being fully increasingly uh, uncomfortable in uncertainty, the more that you start to trust that being uncomfortable is a good thing. It's very similar to working out or being in the gym. 
you start to realize at a certain point that, oh, if you just are comfortable the whole time, you know, you're not going to grow. If you're just lifting the same weights every time, you're not going to grow. So similarly, if you just step into uncharted territory through social media, through, you know, uh, through, through creating content, through life, you're going to end up creating, um, you're, you're going to end up creating things that are new. You're going to end up creating patterns that other people couldn't really pick up on because they weren't, they were afraid to step into uncertainty. And when you step into uncertainty, you become this like receiver of this, like uh, I posted this on my story, everything in life. It's like the more that you can focus on being a good receiver of energy, like a good antenna, and you're just picking up signals, um, the better, you know, the better you get at really like everything, you know, the, the, the better you get at being a, you know, a good partner in relationship, the better you get it at building a business, the, the more that you can just be an antenna, uh, in like a realm of uncertainty, the more that you can just flourish into, uh, into uncharted territory and to, uh, originality. And so I hope this, I hope this is uh, useful to you so far. There's, there's a third part to this podcast. Um, the first one is just the morning story. The second part is talking about dealing with and stepping into uncertainty. And the last one is just about, is about movement. Okay. So if you want to live 100% ecstatically, physical movement is very, very important. Now, stillness and movement together create a, you know, a wicked combination. And what I mean by that is you have to simultaneously be completely uh, comfortable with, you know, meditating, for example, 30 minutes in the morning and 30 minutes at night, while simultaneously, you know, getting your 10 to 15,000 steps a day in and your sweat. And if you are doing both of those things, and your body is physically moving, and you're moving around and even traveling, the movement of the cells in your body is like, it's like start. It's like starting the fire, right? And so that's partly why, even as I'm recording this, I like to move. Like I'm, I'm, uh, I'm actually driving. Again, I, I mentioned this earlier, but I'm driving as I'm recording this. And for some reason, like the you know my my body as it's in movement, the ideas seem to just flow and come really easily. And I think also the act of like doing something as you're, uh, you know, focusing on like crystallizing ideas uh like like for example i'm engaging as i'm driving i'm engaging one part of my mind where the and and it's like in a very um very easy to do way and then the other part of my mind is focus is just allowed to flow okay so you know it's kind of like uh it's similar to how i found that in college one of the best ways that i could study and one of the best ways i could learn new things like listening to audiobooks and whatnot was by doing chores around the house and listening to my audiobook or or doing like light level house work or just work in general and then listening to something at the same time. So you're like engaging your entire body and one side of your brain that controls your body and then the other side of your brain can just fully focus on like paying attention. Um, in this case, right, I'm talking about like creating new ideas through content driving, I'm occupying that whole part of my brain. And so 
the other part of my brain is just free to just roam and explore ideas and, and uncharted territory. And, you know, it's almost like when you you don't have something else for your brain to focus on, then it that part that side of the brain starts kind of getting in your own way. Okay. And like and wanting to, you know, overthink things or tell yourself that like whatever you just said wasn't good enough or make you doubt yourself. And so that's the main message of this is like, A, you know, consume lots of, uh, of, of, of work that's been around for a long time. Get straight to the source. B, recognize the source is typically, uh, it's typically wrapped in uncertainty. And then C, um, you want to make sure that you remember what C is because I actually just forgot what was C. <laughs> It was good. It was, uh, oh, engage one part of your brain while you're doing a task. And that allows the other part of the brain to just ecstatically pull forth ideas. Now, this is obviously specifically for like the idea of creating content, but something you could try with like any sort of uh, part of your life that involves needing a good idea. And maybe it's in your business and a relationship. It's like engage the part of your mind that, that controls your bodily movement. And then allow the other side of the, the mind to just work on the problem and find a solution. So that's it. If you enjoyed this, shoot me a message on Instagram with the first word podcast, letting me know that you, you came here and you listened and, you know, I'd love your feedback and what kind of questions you would have for future, future episodes. So that's it. Hope that you enjoyed this and I'll see you in the next one.